Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, it is finally here. We are back for season seven. This is the corner. Boo! Podcast. Boo! 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 We got to work on the timing on that. Yeah. I just wanted to go to right. boo. <laughs> <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Jared Clem, alongside my resident comedian sidekick and just all-around good dude, Samir Singh, the man who wow, will wow, wow, ladies and gentlemen. The man who will single-handedly save baseball. Um, uh, try my best. Start one. Hit Rob Manfred with this. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, if anyone needs a beer, it's that guy. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, if we want to jump right Tony, into it, Tony Clark uh, needs a tranquilizer dart, and the um, and Rob Manfred could use a smack. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I sat there right before the show. I was watching uh, uh in the other room, uh, on ESPN. You know, he went on and he he gets on and he's laughing. Like after all this, he's laughing, and it's and it's frankly disgusting the way he's talking made... about it. He's just straight up lying to everybody on ESPN. It's. It's sickening. They this stink. I mean, the owners are evil. Uh, they tried, you know, spreading misinformation to, you know, get they, – they essentially were pumping media. I mean, players have been saying they've been pumping throughout the media all last night that there was optimism. So now today when they didn't get a deal, they can blame it on the players and being like, oh, you know, it's the players that aren't closing the deal, trying to turn the public against the players' union. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's mafia uh, stuff. It's mafia behavior. Uh, and I do not approve of it, of course. And now here we are. We're going to miss games. So this is where we're at, and it's <coughs> disappointing. It's sad for baseball. It's sad for – I mean, baseball means a lot to me, man. It really stinks. I think people who don't even watch baseball are mad about it, you know. Uh, yeah. The league's just taking a massive hit here, and uh, it's just a sad day for baseball. Whatever. Um, to quote our good friend of the show, Scott Kaiser, punt Rob Manfred into the sun. Yes. Yeah. I am totally down with that. Um, first off, I think this is going to just kill baseball appealing to – baseball is making a resurgence over the past three years. It was out in the streets last year. It really was. It was starting to come back, and now Rob Manfred is just – and the owners have basically just ruined it. And, oh, and also, 
I'm, I'm going to quote Jeff Passan here. He was on Mac, I think it was, well, Thursday. Um, both sides are at fault here. They are both are at fault. Because, unfortunately, yeah, I get the players want, like, the whole, like, extra year of control, which I don't even know how I feel. But as a small market team, I understand why some organizations want to keep control. I get that. But, like, the whole Chris Bryant situation has a legitimate gripe. Whereas, like, some players, it's like if they got called up in July, that should not count. Yeah, obviously. I, I think, uh, yeah, when you say both sides of the fault, you know, there have been reports that there have been players and leaders of leadership positions in the MLBPA that really are okay with Luke missing a year. Uh, so that's kind of changed, you know, their negotiation pa- tactics. I mean, it, it's tough, you know, as an entire players union to also be on the same page. Uh, and I think that's, you know, where that, you know, they get caught up there. Um, that sucks. Yeah, that's it. Just it blows. I mean, um, good news for know. the uh, USFL and good news for college baseball. Yeah, I guess go so. Canes! Uh, go Canes! Go Canes! Are they good? I think they're decent. I mean, they have a top. They have. A, I think they're ranked twenty fifth actually. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you get top twenty five. Uh, I I, have, I I will get correction on that right now, but it's just it's. This just sucks because, like, I, you know what? My Diamondbacks had such a horrible last two years, but they were showing some promise on the back end of the of the season last year. And now, up first, bo- first burp of the season, ladies and gentlemen. There it mm. is. I, I will try to also be more professional, and not burp as much, but you know. Um, those are when you burp, you burp. I don't know. You yeah, know, it's like also, it's kind of, what is it about coronas where you just start burping? I don't get it. Um, um, I of course wouldn't know, yeah, because Samir, is <laughs> Wait, when's, it, when's your 21st birthday? August, August 17th. <gasps> it's coming, corner, live corner booth show for Samir's 21st birthday. <laughs> that'd be pretty insane. We oh, got yeah, pretty be, down and dirty. Um, be lit. shoot, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say one more thing about the lockout. Oh, and it's this you know, Jeff Passan also said something, uh, you know, very passing. interesting in that passing. passing. Where he said, um, you know, you can take the next 12, next best 1,200 uh, baseball players and, you know, replace these players. Um, and, you know, the product would decline exponentially. You could take, and then you, if you re- replace the owners with the next best business leaders, you know, who knows? You know, I think the game is probably just as good as it ever was, Yeah. Uh, to be fair. Uh, and that's, you know, it's a great point. Um but yeah, I don't know. Um, for the record, Miami is ranked twenty-two in the nation. Um, I think this. I think the regular. I think official game. Are official games already, or was it just preseason games are happening? Because it says on ESPN um, scores tender that their records are all zero-zero, and I don't know if that tracks. Say that again. Uh, have like official games started for college baseball? Because like. They should have. Uh, maybe the ESPN app's just all. Yeah, I cocky. think so. I think I think it has. There was that kid on uh, North North Carolina State. I think this guy's in. Yeah, he's got nine dang, nine Tommy? dangers in eight games. Or yeah, That's it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh my goodness, it's fun though. I mean, I love hearing the like when hearing that metal bat just absolutely smack a ball, just the doink. It's great. I, I'm think I'm gonna get into college baseball. Obviously, since we have nothing to do right now. Yeah, um, I know. It, it, what cracks me up is that um. Okay, so no, they have played officially. ESPN Score Center just doesn't recognize as a real stat because they're probably losing. Their... Oh, Miami is seven and one. There you go. 
Um, I was gonna say, I'm like, I know they've played games. They beat like they ha- they won on Sunday. Um, I watched like three innings of it. I don't know any of the players in the team, but I'm starting to learn. So, also, Samir, I think by Thursday, uh, by, I think by next week's episode, we should um announce who our USFL teams we're rooting for are. Yeah, I guess I guess we're all jumping on this USFL train. I'll take a look right now. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever looked at the USFL teams. Well, it's like I want to root for either players I loved in college when they are playing college or like the team who has the most ex-Eagles or most ex-Hurricanes. That's kind of how I'm going to go um, That's fair. Uh, I think I kind of want to – I want to get behind, you know, a team, a city that, you know, represents my values. Um, and who knows? It could be the San Birmingham Francisco? Stallions. <laughs> What are you, Kevin? It could be the Birmingham Stallions, man. I don't know what to say. That's it, could a, that's Gam- a, it could be the Houston uh, Gamblers. I'm, I'm getting pretty good show, at poker these uh, days. Friend of the show, uh, Kelsey uh, from High and Low, is a actually going to the opener for uh, Birmingham. In all reality, I'll probably be a New Jersey Generals fan. I could do that, too. Because I could take my this little is- cousin to go see, go see games. When are, they, they're playing, are they playing in MetLife? I feel I like know. they have to. There's only three big stadiums. There's only two big stadiums in Jersey. One is Rutgers. So, I mean, like. New Jersey. Well, can, like, how much you got to pay to play, play a MetLife? You know what I mean? And also, it's like, yeah, where well, the USFL, the USFL is like. No, they play, like, yeah. The USFL is backed by, like, some shadow organization. I don't know who, who is, like, getting the money came from. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Uh, I get. Is it Fox? Like, is it is it something to do with Fox or? What's Fox has. I think Fox has all exclusive distributing rights. So I'm not sure how this one goes, but yeah, I don't know how that goes either. Uh, but uh, regardless, um, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll, I'll I'll take a look and I'll pick a team. Uh, when does the USFL start? Is it 45, 45 days from today? Okay. All right. That's fun. That's a little off season because April, right now I, uh, it starts on my sister's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Uh, my sister, Helena, uh, April 16th is the opening kickoff. Mm, April 16th. That's a good day. April 16th. I think that's, I think it's also, I believe it's also Easter Sun. It's also Easter Sunday. Oh, it's mm. the, it's the, it's the coming of football, the rebirth of football. Um, there, oh! because I'll be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest though. Um, you know, I, for one, as a sports fan, have been trying to survive solely off the NBA, and it's not nourishing me. I don't watch. I mean, I tried getting into hockey last year. Uh, I, I can't regular season. I can't. I'm just not. I can't stick with it all the time. Uh, yeah. But right now, NBA well, can't. NCAA basketball. But NBA's been great right now. I will say. Okay, so NBA. Okay, the the Timberwolves were on national uh, on national television for the first time in three months. The last time they were on national television when it was in the Lakers. We're still in first place in the West. Um, that's how long ago it was. Uh, and that was back when ESPN and YouTube TV had their little snafu. Oh my god! So it was later that, that day. I was I literally logged on to turn the game on, and it said there was no ESPN channel available. I was like, the actual shit. So, by the way, I do want to bring up uh, people obviously listening to this. You won't be able to see this, but I do want to point this out to Jared. I was trimming my beard, and I did accidentally have a little error here, and I have a little bit of chunk that I kind of took out. This um, is why you need to l- work on your. Um, you it's know, a little embarrassing. Having... Yeah, I know it's. It's all right, buddy. We all make mistakes. What do you mean work on my? What do you mean work on what? Work on your beard trimming skills. 
I don't make mistakes in my beard. I make art. I have you okay, man. <laughs> I'm learning. A, I'm growing. And I'm learning. Okay, you're a, it's okay. You're a rookie. It's okay. You'll get better. You still, have still I haven't even had a full still, year with the beard yet. Listen, even when we had four guys in the show, you still have the second best beard on the show. So actually, that's true. I take that back. When Pat goes full beard, his beard beats all of ours. He does have a good beard. But Kevin's Kevin can't just... touch me. Kevin can't touch me. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, JD looks... came and grew... Kevin, I mean, JD can't grow facial hair at all. So, Who is this JD character you mentioned? I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, some guy. I don't know. He liked what he really liked Michigan, I think. I don't really. That's like, what I remember. Like, for two least. football teams like a fucking weirdo? <clears throat> yeah, he, he really liked Michigan, I think. And that's what I remember about him. Oh, and he also rooted for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he loves the Steelers and he loves the Cowboys. Yeah, those are his favorite teams. And uh, yeah, you know. Um, but anyways, uh, if you have nothing else to you know warm up with, you know, if we all had, well, how was your weekend? How about we talk about our weekend, man? Oh, I went like wh- so. What's crazy was okay. So my friends like to go out. They like to have fun, and I, I'm part of a good friend group. I am okay. I am in a friend group of five people, the inner core. That's a good number. Like, then there's like satellite friends that are a part of the friend group as well. And then I have my other friends in other areas. But this friend group, um, it's two couples and me. Mm-hmm. I am in literally living how it's I met okay, your mother. Jared. I am literally living in how I met your mother, and it's hysterical. Um, but the thing is, like, it's weird because I am. So one couple, I'm pretty close with the girlfriend, the girlfriend, but the boyfriend, the boyfriend is like one of my best friends. And then the other couple, I am equally best friends with both of them. So it's a nice dynamic actually. But the five of us go out to bars all the time and they all make fun of me trying to be my wingman. It's hysterical. It's literally a comedy skit. But so we went to, um, yeah. And it's a comedy skit because every time they'll, they'll, you know, get, They'll be like, oh, you know, like talk they're to this no, girl. They're no Barney Stinson. Let's put it that way. Um, and well, but then Jerry will try to talk to a girl. But then the problem is he'll buy them a beer and, you know, he'll buy them a drink, you know, and he'll try to hand them the drink. But he's so strong. He he grabs a drink and he just crushes his hand. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so strong. And they what get the freaked fuck? out. They're like, you're the Hulk. And they leave. All the girls get scared because he's Jared. So what the strong. fuck is wrong with you? No, I mean, like. So it's we a curse, one, but a blessing. We went, to this, we went to this one bar down the road from um from ESPN. It was called Cadillac Ranch. It's a country mm-hmm. bar. Fucking great. Uh, they apparently sometimes have mechanical bulls, and they sometimes have uh, uh, they have line dancing and all this other crazy shit. It was a fun time. Um, both nights I came home a little banged up because I wasn't driving, so it was kind of nice cutting loose this weekend. Yeah. After like the most random fucking snowstorm on the planet, like it was. Oh, it that was, was whack. The one on 60 Friday. 60 fucking degrees where. last yeah. week. And then it's snowing. I mean, I appreciate <laughs> yeah, the day off. Yeah. I, I really did, but it was like, it was ridiculous. Um, Yeah, but the U, uh, back to the USFL, like, I just, I, so I might be rooting for the Pittsburgh Maulers because they okay. have my, my, they have my former Hurricane fan favorite, Jeff Thomas, uh, on them. So, mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't know if you guys remember Jeff Thomas. He made like the most ridiculous one handed catch in college football one year against LSU. But, uh, kind of fizzled out with the Patriots. But then again, he was a, sl- a fast slot receiver. But unfortunately, he wasn't white, so he couldn't succeed in the Patriots offense. Um, as the running joke is, he was not, he was no Edelman and no uh, uh, Wes Welker. 
or yeah, Kenobi. he shouldn't have that patriot value. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Um. But I'm I'm excited for the games. March 16th, Pittsburgh Maulers. You're uh, on the clock. Uh, well, it should be a good time. All right, moving on, Smear. There's no six packs this week. There is no uh, gambling this week yet because this NCAA tournament hasn't started. I will be it's placing nothing. $5 bets on two ACC teams to win the national title just because, like, fuck it. Why not? Okay, sure. Uh, what team? I'll do, I'll, I think it's I – I, mean, I, I will say, is ACC basketball not in the basement right now? This is what I'm hearing. It's, it's, like, it's, like, in the, it's like in the stairwell. It's not in the basement, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 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 one. It's like a bad tournament showing away from being in the basement this year. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, they don't have a ton of teams in the top, whatever, right? But I, I'll be honest. I thought ACC. You know, I think the ACC will be back. I think the ACC is probably the best conference for basketball. Obviously, Duke, North Carolina, uh, your big dogs, but they're always deep. Miami's always good. Clemson's always pretty good. Uh, Pitt's always pretty good. Is Nova ACC? Am I wrong? Nova's Nova, ACC? Nova's ACC exclusive for basketball, yes. Yeah. Um, no, wait. Uh, no, Nova's, Nova's, they got good team. No, Nova's Big, big East. East. Nova's Big East. I, I don't get this whole Big East thing. What's the Big East nonsense? Okay, the Big East is dead, we thought, the whole time. And now they're back, or what's up? I don't, I don't get it. Stupid. I don't know. Because now UConn's basketball. in the same conference as Wichita State, and I don't really understand. Life I, I kind of like that, actually. It's fun. Speaking of, UConn's making quite the run. That might be who we're, uh, you know, hopping. I know on they had a crazy game. game. What was it last week? They had a. Uh... It was yes, yeah, because the Demilios were there. All my friends were like, "Oh my god, Charlie and Dixie Demilio are at the game." Oh my goodness, who gives a damn? Is what I like to say. They're just people. Like this is the funny thing about t- okay, so I could go on a whole rant about how like why the TikTok this whole TikTok star thing just is so stupid to me. They're just people like you and me. Like I have a friend, a friend, a friend of mine. She used to work with. I think it was one of them. I think it might have been Dixie, at her, like her old job before they got famous pre-COVID. She goes, "They're just normal human beings. Like it doesn't. Well, make, I mean, yeah. nothing special. They just they got they they just danced on camera and they were able to like you know make money off of it. Congratulations for that though, because you know like they're making money. I'm all about the hustle, making your cash. But it's at the same time, it's like they're not better than you or me. They just have more followers." I treat like, like the other. So like right now I'm working for, I'm doing a job at a very substantial sports figures house in Connecticut. Right. Um, or at least he, it's mine. Very, it's, it's mine. Yeah, I it's hate to do spoilers. It's yeah. mine. I'm the very, I'm very prominent sports figure at based in Connecticut. Anyway. He's so, just fixing my toilet. Yeah, exactly. So oh, <laughs> those, two, those two bets, Miami plus 2,500. And then um, okay. I think I had North Carolina was even higher. Yeah, I'm going to ride with plus, the Zags and you. North Carolina, North Carolina plus 1,500. To make the final four, um, North Carolina plus 25, same thing with Miami. Dude, honestly, if I parlayed all four of those together, or probably three of those together, that's a serious bet. Like, that can make some cash. So – well, me and Samir will do our special edition bet segment for the NCAA tournament uh, af- on Selection Sunday. But um, yeah. it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for co- – honestly, conference conference tournaments are like one of my favorite our things. Our killer. 
It's some oh of my, my favorite memories are those old Big East. Uh, oh my god! Or the or the ACC I mean, tournament. I grew I yeah. I grew up an ACC fan, so like, so my I was memories were a ton. I was like Hansborough dunking on John Shire and Gerald. Henderson. Oh hell yeah, dude! Tyler Hansborough was an absolute G. Those or days Joel, of college basketball were so awesome. Or Joel Barry hitting a hitting a runner to knock off Duke. It's just like shit. Like what? Okay, so. Like seven or eight years ago, I think I was a junior in college. Um, my grandfather had just passed away, and I was and I was in a horrible mood. Obviously, I was sick as a dog. Miami is playing Duke in the conference tournament. Joel Berry hits a runner. Miami upsets Duke. Miami goes on a run. No, not Miami. North Carolina upsets Duke, and then is going to run all the way to the fucking Villanova shot. But it was like you know, it was the crutch I needed. So as much as Kevin gives me shit for I only root for North Carolina for one sport, it's because th- this team has been like my crutch when all my other teams sucked. So, yeah, it's kind of so, nice. Yeah, that's a good time. And you know, this is a take I think a lot of people have with college basketball, and I will agree and disagree with it. In a lot of people are like, "Oh, college basketball is more entertaining to watch because people are worse at bat," uh, you know. College kids are obviously worse at basketball than the NBA players. And here's what I'll say. Yes, it's fun in the chaotic way where it's like a guy will brick a three and then there's a scramble uh, under the basket, you know. And that's the crazy – like for March Madness, that's perfect. But for a regular season, tuning in on like – to watch the best basketball in the world in the NBA, like tuning in at 10 p.m. to watch a Suns game, the way those guys move the ball is absurd like it's ridiculous like watching Devin Booker work in the mid-range like seeing any of these NBA like like great great really fluid teams play is something you can never see in college basketball obviously uh but yeah the 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 chaotic you know aspect of you know college basketball yeah I'm into I'm super into all right so quick question for you I know you but you're surprising me with our uh our new uh, one of our new segments uh it's a take on buy or sell. We'll talk. We'll get to it in a little bit. Is Kyler Murray or the NFL Combine involved with that segment? No, we can talk about this. Perfect. So, last thought. Um, my like, I like the NCAA tournament because for about four months out of the year around my birthday, everyone loves college basketball. It's fun. It's a nice uniting thing. Everything's crazy. Like everyone's talking to everybody about it. Like, like. The COVID year without the NCAA tournament literally was like the darkest thing ever because I was looking so much forward to the fact that we were going to have college basketball. And then, nope, nope. And Florida State hung a banner that they were the number one ranked team or the number four ranked team when COVID happened for that year. I was like, you guys are such schmucks. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Florida, Florida State, everybody! Dude, I remember that was the only time BU ever got into the tournament. We got into as like the 13 seed, and then uh, they called it, which sucks. Yeah. It, that was going to be the only chance we I ever had to see BU in the tourney. Yeah, um, my D2 school I went to made the 23 out of the four years I was there. The problem was is that <clears throat> they had one year where they had like so much talent, but then they, they, they got Scotty Burrell. Uh, UConn legends. Oh, Scotty Burrell. By the way, one of the best interviews I ever did. Nice guy. Nicest guy. Like, he'll just come. That's kind of awesome. No, Scott's a cool dude. He's honestly, I I got, I was the first guy to interview him. Um, when he got hired at Southern, 
Scott was cool. Mike Donovan, who Mike Donnelly, who was the coach that got them to the Elite Eight. We want to talk about electric. Southern needed a needed to win their conference tournament to get a high enough seed to get out of like the shit seeds. Mm-hmm. That game winning three pointer against our division rival, crosstown rival too. We beat University of New Haven on a game winning three pointer at the buzzer. It was electric. I, I I still it's like one of the craziest like moments in sports for me watching that live. But um, Southern also had a reputation for D two of like every win they stormed the court. <clears throat> the, oh wait, there's also a, a high school that does the thing. You ever seen that the high school that does? It's like one game. The silent and, night. Uh, the silent the night. Silent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm a player on the other team, I'm pissed. If I'm a player on the other team, they do that. I'm swinging. I'm swinging at one of the fans. I don't give a damn. That's so annoying. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Let me well, play a like, game. No, we only swarm the court after we win. It's like that right, was like kind of like playoff basketball. Oh, for the so, high school thing. Yeah. Oh, now moving on to football. Today's football take brought to you by what beer is Jared drinking? A cookies and cream stout. Cookies and cream stout. Oh my goodness! Area two brewing. This monster hits you in the teeth. It is a ten percent alcohol uh, stout. Tastes like according to. Okay, so I love the taste of it. My father. It's also dark as night, which makes it even better. Um, it's still stout season. My goodness, that looks like gasoline. It 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 it, trust me, it it tastes like gasoline. Good guess. Uh, yeah, I think I I think I manifested this when I went to the grocery store and bought myself Oreos today, which I never yeah. do. I never really buy Oreos, but I was like, you know, it's my favorite. It's my Oreos. it's my favorite sweet. Always Oreos. Yeah, that's uh, a good take. I'm going I'm not gonna lie. You know what's anything, what's really I've been eating a lot. Anything cookies or buenos? I I, I, I told this to an ex, I told this to an ex girlfriend once. I said, "What flavor should I get you of like ice cream or candy bar?" Whatever. I'm like, just think cookies and cream or Oreos. I'm the easiest person to buy shit for. That's pretty I like awesome. I like all flavors of candy, but like you want to get get close to my heart, Oreo. Just do something with Oreos. I got you. Oreo flavored you know, protein powder, Oreo flavored ice cream cake, just just That's Oreos. cool. That you know, it's cool that they have that. I I always look at the cookies and cream and I go, it's not for me, but I'm sure it's for someone and I feel happy knowing that it's for you, Jared. Exactly. <laughs> um <clears throat> My buddy was trying to turn me on to a rum flavored Hagen Dazs has alcohol. I'm like, hell no, I'm good. No, I'm who straight. cares? No, him and his girlfriend were trying to like show me this. I'm like, I'm straight. I, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not about this life. Anyway, they don't need to put alcohol in everything. Speaking except, of not you know, about this life, Kyler Murray's apparently oh just you know, not about keeping his head down. Oh, he's Lord. not about being a so, guy. He's not a. He's I'm not, not a guy. Gonna, I'm not gonna read the the freaking statement. I have it in front of me. It's the dumbest. So. My favorite part, we talked, me and Samir talked about this in our in our season, our season preseason meeting yesterday. Rich Eisen reading this was the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Basically, and uh, I am totally paraphrasing here. Kyler Murray's agent, who's also Cliff Kingsbury's agent, by the way, um said, and I'm I quote paraphrasing, um, Kyler is a two-time Pro Bowler. Kyler should get paid. Kyler is only 24 years old. Kyler's put in the work. He wants to win. It's just a whole list of this shit. And yeah. He wants a little and, too much. And and Eisen, wow. and then Peter Schrager, when he was on um, McAfee, brought the same point. 
you don't hear about I might have Schreger, might miss somebody else. I'm not even sure. I listen to so many podcasts during the day because of work. Um I I also like hearing like six different takes on the same story. It's kind of interesting. I I I'm weird like that. Like I like hearing like six different people tell me the same story. Um they said basically it's like you never heard Josh Allen, um Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Joe, Jared Goff, um Patrick Mahomes, almost any quarterback, any Mo- legitimate I mean, quarterback. I mean, Russell, Russell made us think about it, but that was only because like Seattle had been fucking him over for like two, like five years. Um, yeah, certainly not after two years and after uh, what throwing 130 yards and two picks in a playoff game where you got stomped with no rushing yards. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> It's just it's you try your best, but ugh. okay. So you guys know I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan. I think he's a spoiled little prick. because he's part of FaZe Clan. Um I uh I just and I can't just stand the kid's attitude. I really can't fucking stand it. Well maybe it's because I'm spoiled, because like look who my quarterback is. Oh, the honorable Jalen yeah. Hurts. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's I, a good like Jalen Hurts literally will pick fans up off the ground. Dude is run through tackles for touchdowns. He's the. I think Mertz is like the. Hertz is like the anti, Murray. He's the anti Kyler. Sure, that could, and that's funny because wasn't Hertz first start against Kyler in the Cardinals? Mm, second, and he almost beat yeah, him. But he, he went off. That, he went off that game. That was yeah. Funny. It was literally no. D Hop went off that game. That's why we lost. Yeah. Yeah, that was he had like good. a he had like hundred fifty yards, and like two touchdowns, but it was like. Like Hertz kept him in that game the entire time, which was crazy. But um, yeah, w- one of the biggest things to me was with Murray is that his biggest thing is his body language, the fact that his whole reputation he doesn't give a shit. And this statement does not help that. I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to understand. I uh, I honestly hope because Steve Keim uh, went on the air, I believe, today talking about. It. I haven't heard the interview yet, but. I believe it's gonna be the same run of the mill. The same uh, we haven't heard about it, so it's probably the same run of the mill shit. Like, you know, we're working with Kyler. We'll talk to his agent. Blah blah blah. We'll get it done. I w- almost hope the Cardinals are like okay, bet on yourself. We'll see you in a couple of years. Yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, he's not gonna get traded. They're not gonna move on from him. Uh, I mean, there's probably 15 other teams in the NFL that would probably want Kyler Murray as their quarterback. I'd say tw- I'd say ten. Yeah, shave I mean, that list down. I, I'm not even naming teams. I'm saying shave that list down to teams that, on principles of the fact of his of how he is as a leader, a lot of teams want a quarterback as a leader. So, yeah, sure, and won't put up with that bullshit. So I mean, shave that, so, the Cardinals. That's so te- sure. oh, okay, so 22 teams would probably like either hesitate or not take him, and then there's 10 teams that would take him tomorrow. Yeah, he's a top fifteen quarterback. His attitude's just bottom ten. So, I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna get more interesting before it gets evened out, which is kind of exciting because yeah. um, I, I like the off season drama when it's not my fucking team or oh, your okay. fucking team or like. I am so happy this year. There's no Giants, Eagles, or Cowboys drama. It's literally just as long as it's not on our coast. I'm okay with everything. It. Is not no, just our division because. Yeah, NFC East drama is just it's just like it's like oh so great for the 50th straight offseason there's drama in the NFC East. 
it's so funny. I was I said this to my boss yesterday or two days ago, or it may have been one of my guys at the gym. I can't remember. Yesterday was a blur. Um, Jared talked to a lot of people. I do. That's why I'm so good at what I do here. I also I'm a man. I'm a man of the people. Come on. Um, Yes. I said it's kind of nice this year not hearing a Philadelphia Eagles headline in the in the off season. After the last two off seasons being so fucking hectic, I'm like, it's kind of nice, you know, young it's quarterback. Nice. Yeah, Even- it's nice for us to also have just kind of the settling of like people that like, okay, everyone's kind of happy with these guys. Let's chill out for an off season. Let's see what we can do. It's better just- than eh, whatever was happening before. Jesus oh, Christ. Good, lo- good load. It's just. <sighs> But yeah, I, I mean, I think with Kyler, I, I, the thing is, they're stuck with him, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but um, there might be a solution, and the solution might be Cliff Kingsbury. I think you can you can get. I mean, obviously, you know, not to you know, this is not possible, but you know, if you kept a guy like you know their former coach Bruce Arians around, I think Bruce Arians is a guy that could coach Kyler Murray to actually buy into a system and 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 as be in a team like player. hey. Like, shut the hell up and get your shit together. Exactly. I think the problem is Kyler has been told his entire life he is the most important person in his circle. And the problem is Kyler's not even the third best player in his own team. So. Yeah, but, you know, I think the Cardinals' ownership is really uh, bought into – that team right now because they're they're super willing to go and get the next oldest guy. They have that kind of Rams mentality. I, I will, but here's the thing: it's like also, but the whole thing about the coaches' bonuses kind of tells me like they're sick of the bullshit. Like you should be winning, right? Right. So and it's fun because I think Phoenix is a good uh, town for sport. I mean, uh, the Suns being it's good a, was it's electric. a great town like, for sports. It's a great town. Yeah, like one of the places I've been looking at like jobs in is. Phoenix because like it's a great city. It's gorgeous. It's got an amazing nightlife. Yes, one of my favorite teams will play there eventually if Rob Manfred and Tony Clark and the owners stop being morons. Um, dude, if I move to Arizona, I'll season tickets within a week. You can guarantee it. Um, but also, oh my god, I'd be live streaming for every fucking game. Um, but also, it's just a great, it's just a great setup in the city and everything else. But the Cardinals, like every team there is fun. Like. Yeah, Diamondbacks stink, but it's a fun ballpark to be at. The Suns are the best team in basketball. The Cardinals are explosive offense. And then there's, you know, the face coyotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, the literal they, didn't meat. they get kicked out? They got kicked out. They're literally yeah. they're playing at Sun De- the Sun Devils um arena, which is the size oh my of God. my D- that's so which is sad. The size, it's the size of my D2 basketball arena. That I went to college at. That's hysterical. Oh my god. Ugh. Uh, it's like the Chargers playing a soccer stadium before. I mean, um, it's just hockey in Arizona. Who the hell thought that would be a good idea? That's my kind of thinking. Some uh, Wayne Gretzky, apparently. Um, I think he was one of the driving forces by the time making that team. I don't remember. Is he really? I I think so. My, if my childhood memory is coming back correctly. Um. Mm. Combine started today. I did not watch a single lick of it. <laughs> and it's not going to end up to. I don't think like, it's really I, picking up until Thursday, though. Like, I yeah, don't think it's, it's getting like, tele- Say it was just an initial interview. I don't think any of the workouts happened. It was Thursday, I think, the issue. 
Yeah, uh, I think it's opening up Thursdays. The NFL Network is going to be starting to show it all day, and we have that kind of stuff. I was watching Kuiper uh, and McShay's draft board special today. Um, interesting. I think they had the Giants taking Thibodeau and an inside linebacker at seven, um, oh, which God, is not what I would. I'll take. Thibodeau. I, I'm okay. I, I I want the Giants to have Thibodeau. Uh, here's where I'm at uh, with that. If we want to talk about it, I think you know. Kevin was one of the first guys to slander Thibodeau because he was uh, shitting on Alabama. And it's like, kind of get over it, Kevin. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. But, like, if, you, if you attack Alabama in any sorts, Kevin will literally, like... Right, right. I mean, and he was... And to be fair, he was saying, uh, you know, some stuff that was obviously proven right. He was saying that they were a bad school and whatever. Uh but attitude-wise, I don't. There's not a ton of attitude issues. Like as an Oregon fan, I think you know he was hurt this year, but when he played, he played. I mean, it, it was no issue. I think he's a good player. Uh, to me, he would be amazing on the Giants. We need that edge rusher, and I think he's a game-changing edge rusher. He falls to us at five. I'm more than happy. See, I love Bucky Brooks's mock draft right now. I think you will too. Bucky Brooks is crazy because he has Kenny Pickett at six to the Panthers. That's incre- That's crazy. But Bucky Brooks is usually one of the more accurate guys. Um, Brooks has Evan Neal to the Jags, which I like. Hutchinson to the Lions, Michigan to Michigan. His Thibodeau to the Texans. I just don't see it. They're going to try to build that offensive line and then draft the quarterback next year. If Mills works, he works. But they're going to go get O-line. I think they're going to take Ekmo at four. So, like, also, me and Samir will do our mock draft uh, post free agency. Yeah, yeah, we're not. That's the smart way to do it. Obviously, we're not. You know, okay. So, shout out to my first co-host, Mark, who will be coming back, by the way, for our draft special. Ooh, he's making his return. He texted me the other day, and we were talking about it. He goes, "Yeah, I would definitely want to come back to the draft special." Um, he's kind of sounds like Kuiper there. Oh, well, I'm gonna do the draft special. I mean, okay, I'll do the draft special. Mark is a good dude. And you know, so funny. We did our mock draft one year. I called AJ Brown was going to be a stud, but every AJ Brown and Metcalf, I said they're both going to be studs, and everyone's like, "No, they're not." Like they're going to fall to. Everyone's like, "Oh, Metcalf fell the third round." Like, yeah, uh, Metcalf might win Rookie of the Year, you idiots. And uh, hmm, he's kind of a good receiver. Also, makes me happy that Philadelphia apparently is in the market for him, which would be hysterical with it. The amount of just, I know this. We're getting off topic. Just picture the amount of speed in that secondary and that receiving corps. Smith, Watkins. And um, Metcalf. DK. That's all fast. <laughs> that is a fast receiving core. But I'm kind of like, are the Seahawks even going to tear it apart? I feel like they're just going to do it again. That's what it feels well, like. Here's now. the thing: is like, there's always this all, swell and drama. The Seahawks, and then, oh, we'll no, just do it again. the Seahawks have no first round picks. They stink, man. And and Philly's offering up 15 or 16, 15 or 19 for Metcalf. They'll take it without question. Because this is a contract. That, but that means also, Russ is going to be pissed about that. Russ is going to want to no. Leave Russ and that. DK. Russ and DK don't like each other. Oh, is that's the whole thing? Better? He didn't throw to DK for almost half the season. He didn't. He didn't. But that's that also kind of correlates with him kind of just disappearing. Russ altogether. screwed me in like two um two parlays. So Russ can die, not die. Russ can kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't want. But uh, not right now, they have, not, we're not right now they have uh, the Eagles taking back to back Hamilton and Olave. I, I mean, I like it, but like, oh, I, I, I'm not a big Olave fan. I watched, okay, really? so I, 
So tonight was receivers tape. I watched Olave first. I I missed on Justin Jefferson. I will fully admit that. Mark makes fun of me for it all the time. So does Kevin. I missed on Justin Jefferson. I thought Justin Jefferson was going to struggle separating. But he's such a good route runner. It doesn't matter. Olave doesn't have Justin Jefferson-like separation with his route running. Um, I prefer um, the kid out of um, uh, Arkansas. What's his freaking name right now? I can't think of it. Uh, shoot. Oh, shoot, Traylon Burks. Dude, that Traylon guy's Burks. ridiculous. I love him. He's going to get because, picked before him. Uh, yeah, he's no. he's a absurd. Big body, amazing hands. The guy, that's just, I think he's far and away. Actually, wow, uh, Drake London is actually the highest receiver right now. I, I, I Okay, so Drake London, I have thoughts on Drake London. Um, I haven't watched his tape yet. I've only watched him play live once. It's he, I, I don't I don't know. It's he's okay. So personally, when I'm looking at these wide receivers, I, I actually have a lot of thoughts on these wide receivers. Because uh, yeah. I've been doing a lot of we got about, my we got about five minutes, and we gotta get into our segments. But go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I kind of look at the wide receivers this year, and it's a really great deep class. But to me, I think Traylon Burks is one A, Garrett Wilson's one B. Uh, they're really two different receivers, but I think they're great. Uh, Drake London. The problem is the guy gets hurt too much, but he has a freak body. I mean, he could be Traylon Burks. Like uh, type prospect, he could end up being the best. Pro- I think the the books Vegas has him as the rookie of the year leader, or you know, for betting for book of the year, he's the odds leader. And I don't know why, like everyone sees like this kind of physical freak in him, but I do think Traylon Burks is cemented as the most solid all around wide receiver prospect. And Garrett Wilson kind of slides in under as that kind of Keenan Allen, really amazing route runner, good hands, solid receiver type guy that you can get and just. Ha- just absolutely feed him, and he'd be great. He's like a Devontae Smith type. Yeah, so it's so Obviously funny, not right? Devontae Smith. So they have Matt Corral to the Saints. That's dangerous. They have Then they have Jeremiah Johnson, Jermaine Johnson to the uh, Eagles. If you guys don't know who Jermaine Johnson is, he's a freak nature DN from Florida State. We already have one of those. They're pretty good. Getting a free, and uh, Malik Willis at 20 to the Steelers. Apparently everyone has that now. Like, it might be, like, a home run. Like, everyone has – it's like Najee Harris last year. Like, the Steelers are telegraphing who they're taking. I like Willis to the Steelers. I really do. I think he's big. He's mobile. He's got a decent arm, good accuracy. Jordan Davis to the Raiders is awesome. <laughs> the Raiders could not stop a run to save their life besides Denzel Perriman. Uh Jordan Davis can do that for you. That's a large yeah, man. I, that is a large man. I'm seeing uh, – I'm looking at the CBS mock draft. They have the Raiders taking Andrew Booth, which I think is also uh, a they good a pick. I have a – yeah. It's just that defense needs help. But that yeah. offense runs pretty smoothly with Renfro, Carr. Obviously, Waller got hurt. But I think Josh Jacobs is underrated as well. Um. Also, you have um, – what was the other one I liked? Wow, Trayvon Walker going 32 to the Lions, falling that far. That's crazy. Um, Jah- Jahan Dotson. I, I, you know, I watched his tape this morning while I was sitting in the parking lot waiting to go on my job. I'm impressed, but I'm not blown away with Jahan Dotson. It's like, I, I'm like, eh. It's like, mm-hmm. do my blow up, but it's like, it's something like, it, he doesn't make anything, like, spectacular. Um... 
I love Kyle Hamilton to the Eagles, though, replacing uh, McLeod. That'd be great. Drake London um, is the first receiver off the board to the Browns, by the way. That's crazy. Uh, in the CBS one, they have off, uh, first off the board is Garrett Wilson going to uh, Washington. And then they have, uh, right after that, Burks going to Minnesota, which I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the CBS uh, mock draft also has uh, JMO Jameson Williams going to Green Bay, which insinuates perhaps Aaron Rodgers staying? Question mark. I don't know. I okay. So if we're gonna do well, this is the last thing about football. Then we'll move on to our uh, our uh, we'll move on to one more round. Um, I am fifty. Rodgers staying in Green Bay when you started the season. I had it at plus three. I had it at plus 1,500. I said, very little chance. It's a solid bet. Take it. Go. Now, I'm kind of like, eh, why not? It's kind of like a shot put bet. Because Tennessee has been like, oh, Ryan Tannehill's our quarterback. We're okay with mediocrity for the next three seasons. <clears throat> um. I just, you know, it's uh, it's weird. And then you have uh, the other team, Denver. Now that him and Shailene are broken up, even though broke. I heard, don't. Did you? You, yeah, you heard her in the background of McAfee. I heard the interview. I'm like, that's Shailene Woodley in the background. I'm like, no. Yeah, I don't know the Instagram post too. I don't know why we have to go. You know, as a grown man, to have to look at Instagram posts and see who deletes them, and to, and then everyone's reading into this Aaron Rodgers one. And I gotta look at it. I gotta look at it and read the caption and like analyze it as like a sports mind what is this this is ridiculous guys what have we come to are we really devolving this far as a society oh i love uh what's his face i'm sorry i'm just i looked at jeremiah's quick they have us taking a jabu from michigan then Devontae wide from georgia the other defensive tackle and then they have us taking garrett wilson 19 i was like that's a, i would want like is garrett wilson's a as a speed freak yeah I think it's really tough to gauge these mock drafts yeah. right now because their guys going because the CBS one has Garrett Wilson or sorry yeah the CBS one has Garrett Wilson at ten but then this one has a Drake London falling all the way okay, or no it so has, this one this one has Kyle Hamilton at three when um, Brooks had him at fifteen so it's it's weird like this is why I don't do mock drafts pre free agency because you don't know what teams want. The only time I've been wrong is when the Saints went and, went and grabbed Kamara after they signed Adrian Peterson. So, very rarely I'm wrong. They also yeah. have Jermaine Johnson going like ninth, which is insane. Yeah, but and then here they have Olave falling down all the way to the Lions pick to end the first round. So I think you know what's exciting to see about the combine, obviously, is to see these numbers, like these actual. We get concrete numbers on everybody. Um. Which is going to leave us with actual, you know, mock drafts that make a little more sense now that we have uh, uh, more round, fuller, you know, yeah. prospect profile on everybody. Fair. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We have brought this segment back from the dead so many times, but me and Samir took it out of the, took it out of storage. Gave it a new engine, new paint job, new rims. Gave it a nice clean coat of paint. Uh, One more Stair now, baby. Call, Stair Call has been out 
change to one more round. Basically, the thing is, oh, yeah. Samir and myself will answer questions or topics. They can range from sports to nerd shit to pop culture, whatever. We're going to say if we're going to stay for one more round on them or we're dipping. So, yeah. all right. We got a bunch of shit here. Um, stuff here. I mean, I don't know why I correct myself. We have an explicit I, okay. tag. Fucking curse all you want. <laughs> I, I I have the, I I've been having this because uh, in my at my radio show that I do for school we're not allowed to swear and and shout out uh, in, in yeah shout out shout out unverified WTBU Mondays two to four if you guys want to listen WTBU.org. yeah yeah uh but in last episode I I dropped two f bombs and I felt so bad so I've been I've been trying to train myself well, but one anyways time I dropped I one time I dropped an f bomb when the school administrator was in the radio office in Southern. <laughs> On to a great start. Yeah. All right. What we got, Samir? Uh, What's first? Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, we talked enough about baseball. I wanted to say, uh, are we buying three weeks of the MLB season canceled? I'm, I'm taking the over on that. I want to. It, it's going to be a month now. That's what I'm feeling. And we don't have to talk about any more than that. But that's just my gut reaction. I am buying. I'm gonna buy that. I think. I think less. Actually, no. So, I mean, would that mean I? I'm. I'm dipping. Yeah. I mean, you're. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're. I think the MLB. I. I I'm holding out hope here. The MLB like sees like the fan backlash for this shit because it's already been bad. Go on Twitter, yeah. social media right now. It's awful. Yeah. So, All right. I, yeah, that's fair. Optimistic view. I like that from you because I don't have one right now. Um, but jumping on one I'm more round. I'm have to be optimistic. Yeah. Jeez, you've been trained. Um, one more round. Uh, we're going to jump over to basketball now. An interesting little topic here I want to bring up. The John Morant MVP hype train. It's reach a fever pitch. Uh, after last night, he dropped 54. Dunk of the year. Crazy buzzer beater. John Morant's electric. Okay, so I'm not going to say what their second seed in the West. Okay, so shout out to Mark and Kevin because I said this, and I quote: "John Morant will have a better career than Zion Williamson." My friend got laughed at. I got laughed at because I did not trust Zion's work ethic or his body. From one big man to another, Zion, it's hard to put down the donuts. I know. So, with that in mind, one cheers. I'm raising the Viking horn to myself being right. And two, yes, I am totally fucking buying. I'm buying the bar around for Jaws and MVP candidate. I have been a John Morant fan since day one. I loved this kid at Murray State. I'm like, this kid is spunk. He is yeah, what Russell Westbrook. He, he is what Russell Westbrook was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch I like so I don't watch a lot of NBA basketball. I watch a lot of highlights. You know this. I have never Hate this from anybody, unless it's my Wolves or it's like a marquee matchup. I do not care. I will watch John Morant. He's one of the five players I will stop and watch. He's a f- phenomenal player. Yeah, he's I'm wonderful. Buying, to watch. I'm buying the whole bar around. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. And I don't want to be the pessimist here, but, you know, I. I mean, I'd like – I'll take a shot here, but I'm not buying it for everyone else. And here's why. John Morant Electric, he's a great leader. He's best player in that draft class right now. Um, but here's my but. I think we're just scared to say that Jokic is 
having a better year than he did last year. Uh, we look at these numbers and like uh, John Morant, you know, as electric, athletic, amazing as this guy is, it might just be DeMar DeRozan syndrome where DeMar DeRozan's been incredible. He's shooting, he's, he's shooting clips that nobody shot before in these, in this epic scoring streak, he's scoring 30 points a game over and over. He's over 50% from the floor in you know, a ton of these games. He's absurdly efficient, but w- no matter how good these smaller guys are, there's these guys that are bigger and faster and better in Jokic and Bede and Giannis, who I think are just superior athletes. You know, Giannis could just be very well be MVP right now. And we're just, you know, too scared to all vote for him. You know, Jokic is having an even more efficient year than he had last year. And he's carrying the Nuggets without Murray or without Michael Porter Jr. to the sixth seed, which yeah. is tough, especially in the West. And then you have Embiid, who's just doing ridiculous things as he's staying healthy. <clears throat> I mean, those guys are just on another level right now, which, you know, sucks to say. But I think John Moran will have his time. Oh, yeah. What, what the biggest thing is for me is that with Job. Ja, it's just the fact that he just does everything right. Like, Ja is one of those guys when I'm watching a game, if they're playing my, t- my Timberwolves, I'm like, okay, I fear him. He has that Kobe effect. Mm-hmm. There's about five guys in the league coming up right now, young guys, who I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to play this guy today. Ja, Joel Embiid, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo, and Devin Booker. You're not giving and- it to Tatum? Come on now. Okay. Let's see Jason keep the Celtics like going. Okay. We're good right now. I don't know what I you're know. talking about. All right, fine. I'll give it the t- I'll give it okay. Thank you. I'll add two more. Dame, even Because you Dame can't give it to a LaMelo over Tatum. Okay, Tatum, Tatum. I'll give it to Tatum. I can't give it to a Dame because Dame's like 30 now, which is Dame's scary. Old. Which is weird. Yeah. Which is weird to say because I remember when he was a rookie in like Yeah, it Kobe up. was I, talking about him and yeah. I love Dame, by the way. Like honestly, if the only player who I would like be hyped for, like I love how my wolves are stacked up right now. There is one player who I'd love I would trade for D Lo tomorrow uh, trade D Lo for tomorrow. That's Dame. Besides Ja, obviously, but like Dame. I would like Dame on the Wolves with Anthony Edwards and Cat. Just give him the freaking finals now. Just give him the finals. Just go. It's over. <laughs> with that, with with that, with that, with that bench, we're 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 good. Just just we'll give him D low and a couple picks. We'll get out uh, Dame. Yeah, I mean, I I mean Dame obviously is a step up over D for sure. That makes your team. Awesome. I do love D I listen, I got much love for D He's the best he's the best three. He's great. He's, he's wonderful. I think I mean, he's that the best net run was really fun. I was watching with I think he's the best three in basketball. Interesting. I'd argue that cat's the best. Oh sorry. I thought you meant three ball as in I think cat no, as in no he's the best three as in like Edwards yes, cat you can yeah. Edwards yeah. and Cat kind of flip for the one and then there's D Lo's the three. And D-Lo, I'd argue Drew Holiday. I would if take Middleton's D-Lo. the two. I, I would take D'Lo over Drew Holiday. Only because D'Lo really? can like light you up for 40. Sure. But I think and by factor in I think Drew's defense there a little Yeah. More. Well D'Lo's defense is okay at best. It's like yeah. a C plus. Yeah. It's better than uh, Kevin Love or James Harden's, but still. Uh, uh, yeah. Um yeah, uh, we didn't really talk about the Harden trade. We could talk about that a little bit, but I, I, I have a couple. Yeah, I mean, who cares? I mean, I don't think my thoughts on this uh, as a Celtics fan. Uh, I think the Sixers will always remain frauds. Uh, I think Harden's going to choke in the playoffs once again. They don't have a bench, and I don't think they're going to win the title. I think they made the Nets better with that trade, and it's fine. It's okay for them. 
it's fun to have Harden and Embiid, and they're good, but yeah, the Suns are still better than them. Everyone in the West is still better than them. So I think the Milwaukee could just beat them. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I have, um, you know, one more round here on moving to football. Jimmy G, who just went underwent shoulder surgery, expected to sideline him until the summer. Uh, they're saying uh, Jimmy G's expected to be traded within the next month. Uh, with this news, you think he's going to get traded? Do you think the price is going to dip a ton? Uh, what do you What do you feel on Jimmy okay. G here? So there's about three. Everything I I will say this, and I will stick by this. The entire offseason hinges on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is literally the hinge pin that sets off everything. Mm-hmm. Rodgers says he's going to t- he he's going to get traded. He wants to go. He wants to go somewhere else like Denver, Tennessee, Philadelphia, whatever. Now you have the domino effect. Let's say he goes to Denver. Now Teddy Bridgewater's on the move. Now Tennessee stays with Tannehill. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers go out and get maybe Garoppolo. The Colts who thought maybe they had an outside shot of Rodgers, maybe go get Garoppolo and Wentz goes to Pittsburgh. Now Russell Wilson, where does he go? It, mm-hmm. It's everything starts with Aaron, yeah, and then Russell, and then and then Jimmy, and then Carson, and then somewhere down the line, some idiot's going to trade for Deshaun Watson whenever this legal thing gets disputed. Yeah, um, because somehow I will I will put money on it right now. If it was on Vegas, somehow Deshaun Watson's going to beat his charges. I don't know how he's going to. Something magical, man. I have said this from the beginning. If he is guilty of what he did, he should serve time in prison. I mean, but, obviously. Obviously. But there's something that smells really weird about this trial, whether it's the fact that the lawyer lives next door to the McNairs yeah. or the fact that like all these girls came forward the second it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what's up. If they all were this, and also the fact that it literally started the second COVID started. I feel like behavior like this would have started previous. I don't know. I just I'm not defending Watson because this is could be so super scummy. All I'm saying is, is that with Watson and this whole thing, something feels off. Like we're missing a big detail that's not there. So that's why I'm staying away from all the Deshaun Watson shit. Yeah. Um, agreed, obviously. Um, I don't think about Carson Wentz, but I think what you said kind of covers the quarterback uh, mill as of now. I think Wentz, um, to, the, Wentz to the Steelers is a very reasonable thing. Also, um, I could see uh, Wentz to Washington. That's another one. Uh, there was one more team I saw that I think Carson would be a great fit for. Why do I feel like it's a West Coast team? I don't know. I couldn't think. Of, there was another team I had. I think I said it on the live stream. And Kelsey's brain exploded because it was a great fit. Um, because Carson, it's, it's so funny, right? I love that the Colts are moving on from Carson. That's who it was. Yes, the Broncos were my home run hitter. Yeah, I they could definitely – the running game could definitely, like, help them a ton because they got two running backs to lean on now. He doesn't have to throw it at all. Also, um, three pretty damn good receivers. Yeah. But you can get bailed out big time there. Yeah, that's that's a good fit for sure. Um, And how about our last one more round here? Uh, I want to know – uh, you taking one more round on the Bucks this year? Can the Bucks recover this year? They currently have what four or five starters uh, that are actually under contract. The rest are restricted or unrestricted free agents. Uh, do you think Bruce Aliens can do anything uh, with what they have? And and 
sustain it, or is Tom Brady gone? It's over. I think they're banking Tom comes back, or but there's a big power vacuum in the NFC South here. They yeah, can still but, go for the division. Yeah, but who are they going to sign? Right. Exactly. I don't know. They sign a quarterback. Great. Okay. I still don't believe. I like. I'm. I until the season starts and somebody else is wor- is um. What's it called? Wearing Working the jersey. Somebody else is under center for Tampa Bay, and Brady's like in an owner's booth or something. I'm not buying his retirement. Maybe it's PTSD. Maybe it's something. I don't know that man haunts my nightmares, Andrew. No, you're right. Time. He's the. I boogie. don't trust. I, I want to put a wooden stake he in his is heart. Baba Yaga. We know he's yeah. Yeah. okay. Six feet under, burn his body, get him out of my life. It's some White Walker shit. Like we've got to make sure <laughs> everything's dead. Okay. Um, it's Chucky. He keeps coming back. So I'm 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 dipping. I'm not buying the the Bucks. I think Brady was what made them good. They may win a division. Because yeah. that division is dog shit, and the defense is fine. The defense is good. The defense is fine. You got a bunch of young, young, good young players. But the problem is, like, I, 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 Fournette's not an idiot. He's going to Buffalo, most likely. That's by, by the He's way, Fournette to Buffalo. I've been banging that drum for months. I think yeah, it's that's the best a good fit for him. Uh, if, if also Barkley's going to be a free agent, so will Zeke. One of those three is going to be in Buffalo by the end of the offseason. I think Zeke's going to get cut. By the way, that's my newest. Um, Either trade it or cut. Interesting. That's my newest uh, bowl take for the summer. This is going to be the weird. The NFL is going back in a. In the NFL is very cyclical, where like the running backs are like we're dead in the water for years. Now running backs are becoming more evident than ever, because um, the two teams in the Super Bowl both had very good running attacks. Yes, the the Rams won, but also quarterbacks won that one, but. I think um, like Joe Mixon was a uh, central part to what the Bengals did. I just think right now with how everything's going with Tampa Bay, I think Fournette's gone. Rojo, I think Rojo stays. I think Rojo will take a contract with Tampa again to be the primary back. Um, it's weird. I don't. I, I just don't trust Tampa. What do you think? No, I yeah. I mean, I think I think they're uh, toast. Uh, what I will say though, is that I do think, uh, cause you look at the Bucks logo now and you know, there's a little bit of that Tom Brady on it. You know, it's interesting. You look at it and it has that aura still around it. And as long as Bruce Aarons is there, there might still be that aura. Uh, my problem is I think they could probably go out and get enough skills player to be a good team. My problem is where do you get the quarterback? You, you drafted Kyle Trask and there's no way he's good enough to play. I mean, I, there's no shot. His nickname I mean, is literally Kyle Trash. Exactly. Uh, so I don't think they'll be able to win a Super Bowl. No, of course not. But I think they could construct a team uh, right now and with Bruce Arians that, that's good enough to beat the rest of the teams around. I mean, Falcons are toast. Panthers are toast. Barring something crazy, I think the Saints are also pretty toast. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Bucks will probably be a nine-win team team next year uh nine win division i'd say i give i give him i give him 10 wins i give him 10 okay yeah uh but yeah okay so we're kind of we're pretty uh optimistic i would say we're we're having one last beer but it's not a it's not a big round it's like we're buying up we're buying a michelob or a miller light it's not not like we're trying to swing heavy here it's not gonna buy like a double ipa here even though my last round on saturday was a double and i really regretted it (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm like, what do you want for? I'm like, all right, I got like, I, I literally re- refuse to use uh to pay cash. And then I'm like, we're staying for the 20 minutes. Let me go get another beer. It's like, sweetheart, what do you want? I'm like, give me a sip of sunshine. You know, eight, four to the face. Just done. Jesus um, just I watched the Lego out. movie this weekend, man. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> have you watched have you watched the Kurt Warner movie yet? No, I haven't. I, I don't have, think I will. I've heard mixed things about it. I've heard it's good. Maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll I've heard it's good, I've heard it's corny. So I don't know. All right. Yeah, uh, I have a feeling it's gonna be corny, but are we gonna put anybody in our crosshairs today or are we moving on? Uh, I mean, we just say fuck Rob Manfred and move on. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even gonna break. I'm not even gonna break it out this week. Uh, we have another segment to hang yeah, on to disgusting. for uh, when we go live. By the way, folks, from now, from Tuesday onward, we're going live on YouTube for our shows. So, you want to watch us, see our beautiful faces? We may even have surprise backgrounds too. Mm-hmm. Which get. stinks because I can't wear green anymore. Why? Oh, yeah. But can't you wear dark green? No, it won't work. I'll still disappear. Remember Mookie? Remember Mookie on Craft Brew with the fucking Notre Dame <sighs> yeah, jersey? Damn. That damn. was just, by the way, that was hysterical. If you yeah. guys don't know our good friends over at Craft Brew Sports, our good friend and friend of the show and multiple time guest, Mookie, um, wore a Notre Dame jersey, the green alternate one on a green screen. Jeez. That's... It was just a floating head. It was great. I mean, I might be able to wear my, like, Ray Lewis Miami jersey, but, like, the green collar might, like, you know, throw it off. It's really yeah, sucks that, like, three out of my, three out of my, like, nine teams I root for are green. So, or have some variant of green in the, in their uniform. Either way. All right. So, I kind of want to go back to talking a little more draft, honestly. Unless you got anything else you want to. Anything else that's pressing with you? No, no. We're I, an hour mark right now, so we're, we're we're starting to peter out. I, okay, so I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been like looking at mock drafts the past like two hours before. Like I was like I was on the tr- I was on like the elliptical at the gym. I was kind of like, like looking at mock mock drafts because mock draft season is literally my favorite thing to do. And one of the things is like the Bucks take Jamison Williams. How about the Bucks take a fucking quarterback? Here's one guy I would love to see the Bucks take Matt Corral. Mm. Cause you know what? I mean, you you still got Mike Evans can- to throw to. Absolute cannon arm, aggressive type of player. I love the idea. Um, Daniel Jeremiah has Burks falling to the Bills. I believe Bucky Brooks had him falling to. Jeremiah also I- has Drake London going to the Giants at seven. So yeah. hey, listen, DJ's DJ's a, a sw- heavy swinger. Um. Yeah, they have Burks falling to wow, wow Burks. They don't even have Burks in the f- Bucky Brooks is going to Trayvon Burks going the, have uh, Burks going the first round. What? Are you serious? Yeah, no. Look at his Bucky Brooks two point zero mock draft just came up. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's actually insane. I don't know why. Why? Who is he going to? Let me. I'm looking. I don't know. Oh, by the way, um. Could be worse. Hey, listen, it, folks. If you're having a bad day, you could be Longwood State. Got blown out sixteen to one by North Carolina. Oh my goodness, that's Any a other good game. Uh, right now, Florida is beating North Florida three nothing. Wow, that's a real tough game. 
Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the season where, like, oh, wow, Grambling only lost by one to uh, number nine Mississippi State. I love college baseball. I'm, this is making it's me fun. I honestly am happy that it's becoming a thing. I think we pick our teams. I think we drop our USFL and and I mean, I guess you're a Miami guy. I I don't really know where I. I'm Miami. Uh, is I'm, Oregon I'm, a baseball team? Oregon's got a, Oregon used to have a good ball team. I think. Really. I remember. Um. Let me just, let's check the rankings here. Uh. I mean, I guess I'll probably just maybe I just go Pac-12 and the next best Pac-12 team. I, I wouldn't. Are you kidding me? I could never root for the same. The only, North Carolina in basketball is the only exception, but like my second favorite college basketball team is Miami. So it's like, yeah, it, I don't. I'm really on this NC State train because that guy hits doinks. I really like. Well, hey, like, then root then go NC State. I won't take it personally. I I I pers- out of all the ACC teams, the team that annoys me the least is probably uh, college annoys me the least is probably North Carolina State. Um, I might have to do. It could be Georgia Tech as well. You know, I almost went to Georgia Tech. Really? Yeah. Um, like sound engineering. I almost went to LSU or what was it? I almost went to Oregon. I, I was looking at Oregon. I would. They were like my reach school because like my SATs weren't high enough. My grade, no, my grades weren't high enough. My SATs were. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't think I had any business uh, for Georgia Tech even wanting me in the first place, but yeah, here I am. Yeah. LSU, I could have walked. I could have literally farted in the dean's office and still gotten in. <laughs> Miami's twenty two right now, man. They're they're pretty. Good. I know. I, I said that. I said that like an hour ago on the show. Like I'm a hype man. Oh, like we're ranked. I'm stupid. We're uh, ranked, baby. <laughs> that's why I got the four screen bandana on today. It's for the U. Um, yeah, that's pretty epic. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh my! Oh, speaking of uh, LSU, my dad made gumbo for dinner. I'm actually kind of hyped. Um, I will say, you know, we're really digging at the bottom of the barrel for sports excitement. But, hey, if you want us to dig for you, we're the guys that are going to dig for you here at the corner booth. We're going to find the shit also, to get excited about. Oh, so Marvel news, right? So we'll talk. We'll do a little. Maybe we'll do like our nerd our nerd segment for like the last half to hour. To close it out. Um, I will say this. I, can I say this on the I, – I know, you know, you probably don't watch. But I watched the season finale of Euphoria, and that shit sucking. It sucked. It was bad. It was really uh, bad. I, I'm I, good. I, I'm good. It's like, a bad girl, show. Don't watch it. It's a bad show, and that's where I stand on it. If you're a young person like a, you're deciding whether or not to watch Euphoria, okay. you don't. So is it yeah. like some kind of like Tiger King where it's so bad you have to watch it? Because HBO no, 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 no. Out. I'll say this: it, it, it's 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 really really well made in like visual style, cinematography, all this film kid bro lighting acting. No, it's really really good. It's shot on film. It looks really great. The problem is this one guy, Sam Levison, the director and writer, he writes it all by himself. He's a nepotism baby. His dad was famous. He writes it all by himself. No writer's room. Yeah, Levinson. Um Barry Levinson. He did Rain Man. Yeah, did, did um did Entourage and a few other things. Mhm. Uh yeah, so he uh there's no writer's it. room he just writes the first season is really good i mean me personally it's not my cup of tea because it's my opinion is that's torture porn television where there's no real conflict and really all you're expecting is like is the next scene going to be more fucked up or sad than the scene before that's kind of every single like just bad shit happens to everyone and that's it but there's just no storyline i mean no concrete storylines they screw everything it's just bad bad dialogue like literally in my screenwriting classes they'd be like this is bad you should change it it's gross it's bad fair 
You know, I yeah, it's so funny. Like we're trying to have JD come on to talk uh, to the live stream to talk about Book of Boba Fett, and it's so funny. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a take quick because by the way, um, uh, quick news. Um, all Marvel properties from Netflix are coming to Disney Plus. I yeah, soon May yeah, or May or March. No, 16th. it's soon. March. It's soon. Yeah, March sixteenth. Um, okay. Um. Yes, that means Punisher, Luke Cage. Daredevil, Avengers, Daredevil. The Daredevil's, I mean, season two, season one and two are so good. Punisher season one's amazing. Punisher season two even wasn't that bad. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was okay. It was all right. I mean, honestly, though, I feel like, also, I feel like Netflix has struggles with, um, success. Yeah. Um, one show I'm excited for, I'm putting on my radar to watch the Vikings Valhalla. I'm excited to watch it. Oh, people have been talking about that. People have been saying that it's kind of back to their their old Vikings ways. I never saw Vikings. Well, apparently, I know Edge falls, was in it, and Edge is sweet. It, it follows Leif Erikson, who you know mm. discovered America. That's right. fucking cool. Right. That's pretty dope. Um, I uh, I'm excited for that one. Also, like I will say this about Book of Bo- I wanted to say something about Star Wars fans about Book of Boba Fett. Quick, um, let's just be happy we got Boba Fett content. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because it's like, listen, was C- okay. Episodes one and three were fucking terrible. Well, one was okay, three was fucking annoying, two was great, four was good, five with Mando, you know, six awesome, seven awesome. It's like I, I, I just you know it was a great, it was a good show. Like, stop hating. Like, everyone thinks they're a fucking critic and. Everyone's gonna, a critic, man. And this Everyone's is it's the same reason why like I yelled at JD about Venom. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's Venom content. It's a better version of Venom than we've got before. That's an optimistic way. You're being very optimistic today, Jared. I am very optimistic when it comes to like media and comics and stuff like that because it's fun. It's, it's all fun. It's it's entertainment, guys. Yeah. Like it's like I didn't pay money to watch Book of Boba Fett. I watched it in my free time. It was a nice thing to watch before going to work on my Wednesday morning. Yeah. Um, I would literally turn it off 5 a.m. when I got up for work and by 5.45 when I'm like, you know, like get myself ready to get out the door. It's uh, the show finishes and it's good to go ahead and start my Wednesday, especially Wednesday being the hardest day to work during the week. Um, so for me, I, I you know what? I, I take it like this. Movie critics are the worst people on the planet. I fucking hate them. Yeah, because they can't movies, make movies and television, even all it takes on the sports, it's all a personal preference. So it's like, why do you love football so much? I'm like, I love everything about it. I love the emotion, the epicness. I love how everybody, regardless of their body type, agility, speed, their strengths, whatever, they have a spot on the field. You can't do anything athletically, but you can kick a ball a fucking mile. You're a kicker. You are fast as shit, but you have no hands. You're a corner. You hit like a brick wall and you have the intensity of a psychotic an- bulldog. You're a linebacker. You have a brain of a conductor and you are a pilot and you have great decision making. You have a cannon arm. You're a quarterback. You're a fat bastard who loves throwing kids, throwing other guys around and you love protecting people. You're an offensive lineman. There's, I know it's very generic and it's the way I worded it, but it's like there's so many ways to do it. That's why football is great for me. 
and I love watching. I think it's great. And same with like shows, like, like for me, I look at every, I go to every show, like, okay, as long as it's not fucking terrible, I didn't even mind the original Suicide Squad movie from like 2015. It was okay. It was really annoying and it was kind of boring and it was really tacky. Well, I was like, yeah, uh, whatever. I watched it, whatever. I saw it three times, which is hyster- oh, twice, which was hysterical. But like, you know, I think also if movies can entertain you for an hour and a half. I think you should just give them the basic credit. I think movie critics are a lot are a breed that should die off because audience score should matter. If the common populace loves a movie, just tell you I need to know. because uh, oh, well, because. Uh, I guess critics, but I feel like are, critics are assholes. Critics are assholes, but people are assholes too, and that's my problem. <laughs> All right, well, listen. All right, so um, what was it? Uh, there was a great movie that just came out a couple weeks, a month ago. It got like a low um Rotten Tomato um critic score, but the meta score from audience was like through the roof. I can't. It was um. It was something. I can't remember. It was something recently. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed it because I watched it in theaters. I'm trying, it might have been Spider-Man. Uh, I feel like Spider-Man got good reviews all around. Uh, I will say uh, the critics were right about one thing, and that was that Don't Look Up is a piece of garbage movie. Uh, it's it's horrible, and it should not be even considered for Best Picture. It's 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 trash. It's, it's trash. Uh, but wow, one thing to be excited about going into this weekend is the Batman. I'm going to see it on Friday. I have my tickets. Ooh. Ooh, I'm excited. Have you uh, have you seen Uncharted yet? No, I, I, I'm scared that they're going to ruin it. I'm scared. I don't like Tom Holland as as Nathan Drake. Okay, and- so the meta score only got a 45, but it got six and a half stars from my from the audience review. Um, uh, Uncharted. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited for Batman too. Honestly, I really am. I mean, it's um, gonna be great. I think Pattinson's killer, and it's, why is it three hours long? I don't know, but I'll take it. Also, like God, I love Zoe Kravitz. She's fucking gorgeous. Oh, she's um, awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, last nerd thing I will say, I do want to do a quick shout out to AEW, man. AEW Revolution, big pay per view come up on Saturday, and it's a fucking stack card. And I don't know how they do it, man, but pro wrestling is in a good spot these days. Um, it's just a good time. MJF CM Punk uh, is a fucking killer feud. Gotta love wrestling. Oh my god, I just realized John Tortano, John Totoro plays Carmine Falcone, and that made my fucking day just now. Dude, yeah. I watched I watched the old trans one of the old Transformers movie the other day with John Totoro, who played Agent Simmons. And He's awesome. He's so good. So awesome. Okay. Also, I saw something the other day, uh, and they're like, oh, movies that should stop while they're ahead. Transformers should have ended after the third movie. Yeah, the second yeah. movie wasn't great. I like the, the second movie. movie. It's fun. Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, that movie's yeah, fucking like, every, No, Dark Side of the Moon was the third movie. Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen was the second movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Also, Revenge of the Fallen was like... The, like, everyone talked about racist stereotypes with the two, like, the Beatles-sized cars, and I'm like... I didn't even notice that as a kid. Maybe it's because I'm just like ignorant to everything, or I just I, I miss shit. I don't know. But either way, I don't know. I think people should also just relax. It's like the, the hate. Like my favorite is like the hatred of Star Wars. Those sequels, right? Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to bully 
the girl who plays Rose or Daisy Ridley off social media. But no, it's Star ridiculous. Wars fans did it. They said, and it's like, okay, let's be honest. Episode seven was electric. It brought back Star Wars to like, oh my god, this is fun again. Episode eight was fucking terrible. I hated it. Episode nine was fan service, and James J.J. Abrams trying to save the plot. Was it as good as the unofficial script that somebody leaked online? No, but I also think John Favreau and Dave Filoni will probably do some kind of sequel trilogy at some point too. So maybe it'll all balance itself out and work out. I don't know. Um, I think people also need to relax. It's a fucking movie. Yeah, I will try to watch Hawkeye. I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't either. I'll probably take. I'm it behind on like the last on Titan. The, oh, I heard that was really good. Um, uh, the last Marvel show I watched was actually um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just am so behind in Marvel shows. The Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't good though. No, you watched Loki. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Loki came out. I liked I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier because I like Bucky and Sam. I think I yeah, love cool. Winter Soldier. I liked Winter Soldier's development, and I liked how Sam was as a character. John Walker is a dickhead. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, I think they tried way too much to incorporate way too many themes. I, like, you know, the racism theme with the Black Captain America, I get that. That was, you know, it's well documented in the comics. I love, I loved how they tried to play on that. But then they also talked about like John Walker's arc, and then the the flag smashers were the dumbest idea. I mean, I don't know. It's just I feel like they tried to put in too many things into one, but I did enjoy it and I had a good time with it. So yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was good. It, it was, was solid enough. It was good enough. Yeah, no, one, di- one, di- one division, one division I was, was great. Kinda, I, I was, was great. like. Eh. I liked it, but I was like, ah, whatever. I, I, I won't watch it. I'm like about to go watch Falcon Winter Soldier like after this while I'm like doing shit. But all right, Samir, unless you got anything else, that wraps up our season premiere of episode set of season seven. Of the corner, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Okay, I'll let I'll let him get that one out of the system. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go eat some gumbo, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for stopping in with us. Thank you for hanging out with Thank us. Thank you for watching. Season seven's coming off. We have a bunch of big guys coming back. My man Frank Michael Smith texted me to, yesterday. He was like, I can't wait to come back on. He's going to come on for a couple episodes this year. Big guest. We have a couple other guests coming on the pipe as well. New segments. It's just going to be a great time. Also, by the way, yeah. um, starting next week, we're live on YouTube while we're recording this. So Ooh. you don't feel like listening while you're at work, you want to watch it live while you're bored, come check us out. I will still be rocking bandanas and a hoodie. That's that's the new, uh, that's the new Jared look for this year, I guess. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gents, we hope you enjoy your Tuesday night. Uh, we will see you Thursday, corn with a corn with free game, uh, thirty on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, uh, basically TV, Live TV. Shout out to TV Live, Roku, and Apple TV. Peace. Love you. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.